Hello, and welcome to the Sudster podcast, where you can learn about all things Sudster. I'm Karina, the Director of Community Outreach at Sudshare. In this episode, we meet Kara, a new executive Sudster in San Diego. Hi, Kara. It is so great to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Karina. How are you? I want to start by saying congratulations on reaching executive status. One of the one of the elite. I know that's a really big deal. So how does it feel to be executive? Oh, thank you. I'm really excited. It took me a while. And like every time I sit there and I'm like, I'm going to make the next rank. I'm going to make the next rank. I always end up with like a bad rating right before <laughs> it like kills my week. I'm so sad about it. That is tough. And it's like as soon as you're looking out for it, the universe just throws something in your path. But you're here. You made it. I did, finally. So give give us a little background of your life. I live in San Diego, California. I do Sudshare most of the time full-time, but there's some weeks where I barely do any or one a day just because I am very busy outside of our Sudshare life. My son is in football. He is 10 years old, and last year they won their championship for what's called the West Coast Conference. This year, they were on their way on a national track, but they lost their last game, and I don't believe we're on the national track anymore. So the kids are, like, super bummed about that. That's really tough. Oh, it is. They were, they every kid was, like, crying and sad. And let's see, I'm also a Navy ombudsman, which is, my husband's in the Navy, and... That's why you're at Point Loma. Yes, <laughs> So as a command ombudsman, I take what his command, the CO, XO, and CMC, Command Master Chief of the boat, take their information and send it to families or take what families are talking to us and bring it back up to the triad. It is actually a lot of work. So lately I've been very part-time because I've been putting in a lot of hours for my volunteer work. Well, they're lucky to have you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that the everyone who's receiving your communications I say, I'm sure really grateful families in San Diego are so spread out so there's not a lot of face-to-face conversations there's a lot of emails texting Facebook messaging something like kind of like what you do yeah so are you guys the kind of military family that like you're are you moving a lot um my husband has been attached to the same command for um about four years, I think. Um, So he will be up for orders in a year from now. So he's about to take his first look um, to pick new orders sometime next month. Gotcha. Do you think you're going to stay or will you go somewhere else? I'm not really sure. We're hoping to stay in San Diego because we have a lot of friends and the weather's beautiful here. Yeah. And there's so much to do. So Mm -hmm. we're hoping, but there's never a guarantee. Yeah. You mentioned your son. You have a 10-year-old son, you said. Do you have any other kids? Yeah, I have a three-year-old daughter. Um, her name is Lorelai. So she comes with me just about everywhere we go for sunstering. That is so sweet. Okay, so you're doing a lot with the Navy stuff, and you got two kids, and like football's intense, and you're doing sunstering. Yes. I don't want to oversimplify your life because I'm sure it's not that's not all it is. But those are kind of some some main buckets. Yeah, those are the main buckets. 
So what do you love most about the opportunity to be like to be a sister? I love that it's flexible. Um, You know, with my husband being in the Navy, we have to go. He's in and out all of the time. He has a super high out to sea schedule. So Mm. when he's out to sea, I can't necessarily, I have to be there for pickups and drop offs and, you know, all the games, all the football practices, everything for the kids. So it's nice that if I know I have a busy day, I don't have to work that day. Or if it's not that busy, I, I can do whatever. And even if I'm doing a lot of laundry, I can still just be like, okay, I got to go. I got to go get my kids and then come back and finish what I was doing, opposed to like having a job and being worried about being there for everything. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. And you can leave the washer running while you go or yes, you're in the middle of folding. You can pause. Yes. Very cool. That happens a lot. (laughs) It makes sense in your situation where, you know, a lot of the time you are a single mom in logistical ways. Yeah, so that that is the hard part, not being able to count on when my husband will be home because that changes on a daily basis. Mm. Wow, he must have a crazy life. Yeah, it's more like their schedule changes frequently, so they'll have something and then they'll change it because, I don't know, whatever happens, and they'll push the boat underway a couple days but that sometimes makes a big effect on our home life that's a lot to roll with it is well when you are doing uh folding or deliveries or pickoffs like what's your favorite thing to watch or listen to while in laundry process um i usually don't watch tv because i will just stare at the tv and i (laughs) pay attention to what i'm doing um but i was listening to um audible books on tape and i was listening to all of the wheel of time that'll keep you busy yes because there's so many books and there's so many hours of them um i just finished that and now i'm listening to books by Tamara Pierce and she is like a teen fiction fantasy writer so it's a little dumb and silly but that's what I'm listening to right now. I like Tamara Pierce. I've read some of her stuff. So there's more than just actual doing of laundry to reach executive. You have to be able to manage things, keep things straight, communicate with your customers. What are your top tips for other sisters to best succeed? Communication. Um, One thing that's definitely works for me is communicating with my customers as soon as I know if I'm going to be late, if I'm going to be early, making sure that I stick to the timeline that I tell them. So most of the time, like I give a four hour window of when I'll show up. And then once I figure out when I'm going to be there, I'll send a message like, hey, I'm on my way or I'll be there by this time so that they know. A few times I've had customers request like, hey, can you get my laundry back to me today? And then sometimes I can. And if I can't, I am very upfront. It's like, no, I won't be able to get it back to you today. I can get it back to you at this time. Um, Usually I'll be like, I can bring it back to you for 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. And then they're like, well, it's cutting it close. But I'm like, that's the best I can do. You can decide that that's okay for you or you can find somebody else and 
most I've never had anyone cancel on me for wow. saying that I can't do their laundry on at, in the timeline that it, I gave them. But I'm very upfront. They've tried to push me to be like, no, I need it tonight. And I'm, I just say, no, I'm sorry. Like, this is the time I can do for you. And I will not be able to do any better. And they've either, and I've never had anyone say that, no, I can't do that. And I've never had anyone cancel. And I've never had anyone say I was late. That's amazing. I think, I think you're so right about communication because a common complaint I see from Sudsters is that they're like, I was within the 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. time frame. I was on time according to Sudshare and the customer still marked me late. And almost every time when I look into their account and I look at the messaging between the customer, they said they would drop it off at two o'clock and they didn't come until six or something. Right. And so they were still technically in the time frame, but an expectation has been set with the customer. And so that's what they're going to go off of more than the app. And so that you give a four hour window and then that gives yourself flexibility. I just think that's so key and so smart. And I'm betting that in your messaging, you're also not like, well, don't you know the freak? This is a not a same day service. It's next anyway, that you're being calm in it as well. And you can, you can hold your ground that way. Yes. A, f- a few times I've had to say, well, unfortunately, if you had provided me this information sooner, I would have been able to accommodate that. But I, but at this time I cannot accom- make that accommodation anymore. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they, and then we move past it, figure out a better time and make it work. Great. Any other pro tips? I mean, folding laundry and, but you should be able to fold stack separating by person if possible is usually a good one just because I know personally I hate it when I get all the clothes back and have them separated uh, and not have them separated by person and then I had to like unfold everything to figure out whose clothes were whose because they were also folded like extra small oh interesting so you've used the service as well I did one time and the clothes I was very upset because everything was, I had two bags and they were mostly like my son's clothes and mostly my daughter's, but some of it was mixed together and all of the clothes were just in one, was just like daughter's shirt, daughter's pants, son's shirt, son's pants, Mm -hmm. underwear mixed in there. And I had, and then they were folded half the size that I would have folded the clothes so I couldn't tell whose was whose and it was really frustrating because I was doing it so that I didn't have to sort our kids clothes before we went on vacation gotcha yeah that makes sense and yeah I think the best practice is to be like this person's clothes all their pants all their shirts (laughs) And sometimes there's items that are difficult to tell if someone's similar in size or, but yeah, as a general rule, I would say that's a a best practice. I'm curious, do you use the folding board? Like that's a, it's like a 50, 50 split. I feel like in the Facebook group. I do use the folding board. I didn't have one for a while because I can fold without it, but it is so much faster. Yeah. I've heard from people that, at first, everyone's like, I can fold faster by hand. And like when they're learning to use it, 
it takes a little bit longer, but once they get comfortable with it, there's no comparison. Yeah, it definitely takes less time. Yeah. And time is money. Yeah. Oh, I do have another tip, too, is also to pay attention to how long it takes you to do everything so that you're not overwhelmed. I know, personally, I timed myself for like a week to see how long it took me to fold um, a basket of clothes and how long it took me to put everything in bags and how long my washer and dryer took. So that way I knew how much time it would take me to do every load of laundry. And then also I wrote down like how many bags this customer provided me and how many loads it took for me to do. So that way, even though people complain about some customers will give them like the wrong size bag or they miscommunicate it in the app, you can still notice that like two bags of laundry typically is three to four loads regardless of the size Mm -hmm. that's i think that's an incredible tip because sometimes it's so hard to be aware of the time something takes and you just think it's going to take a certain amount of time and that could be totally off so actually tracking that makes you so much I, i i just think that's so smart because you can better manage your time and you can say Oh, I think you're just better able to know when to not accept orders or what you're actually able to handle. And then you can take better care of yourself and you can take better care of your customers because you have the bandwidth to do their order when you accept it and you know that going in. Yes, correct. So I think I haven't heard someone mention that before and I've heard a lot of substitutes here, a lot of tips, but solid gold tip right there. Yeah, and just in case nobody else wants to spend the time to track themselves, it takes me about 15 minutes per load to fold um, that load. Granted, yes, there's some things like socks take longer, but then you might have a load of just towels, and those towels take like five minutes, and the thing with like all underwear and socks is going to take 20, but for on average, like a load of laundry takes about 15 minutes to fold, and then... um, bagging laundry like four bags of laundry would take about 15 minutes as well Mm-hmm. okay per per load or like all the laundry all the laundry so like if you have 15 you know 60 pounds of laundry say and you're doing four 15 pound bags takes about 15 minutes to put all the laundry into those four bags gotcha and would you say that's like your average order size? Um, no, I think here in San Diego, my average order size is about 30 pounds. Okay. Nice and, nice and steady. Yeah, most customers give me two bags somewhere between two and four loads. Nice. That feels very reasonable. It does. I don't like the really big ones. It gets overwhelming and... It's too much. You, there's no place to even put all the clothes when you're trying to fold them and separate them and do all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Everyone has different preferences. Some people are really excited to get those big orders and other people prefer to have consistent small orders. So luckily there's all kinds of orders out there. <laughs> yes. So with that, a big part of being a sensor is obviously usually regulars. So do you have a favorite customer? Um, 
thought about that question a lot, actually, and I don't necessarily have a favorite customer. I do have a lot of customers that I like. I didn't do a lot of work over the summer and I lost a whole bunch of them. Um, Mm -hmm. But my favorite is um, a college kid named Brendan and he's always very accommodating for me. So like, if I'm like, Oh, I have a football game. He's like, okay, we'll schedule your, the pickup for tomorrow. Or um, when I was doing training last week, he was like, it's okay. I, you know, you can wait that extra day to send it back. Um, And he's probably my favorite. He's just the nicest kid. And he always tips me like 20 bucks. He sounds like a sweetheart. I don't know who these college kids are. I didn't have $20 to tip laundry, but I'm happy for you. (laughs) I know I didn't either, but I'm I'm happy for me too. Do you have any interesting or funny stories that have happened through Sudshare? It might be Brendan. One time I went to go deliver his laundry and I always have to meet him because there's no easy way to get to his apartment. Mm -hmm. And I accidentally hit deliver like after I said like I was here and he never came downstairs. And so I was standing outside going like, oh no, what do I do? I don't know what to do. I can't get into his apartment. I don't even remember what apartment he is because I've never been there before. Um, he's not like, I can't text him anymore. And customer support wasn't answering because it was eight o'clock on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having to like take all the laundry and go home because I was like, I don't know what to do. And customer support got back to me like an hour later and said, Oh yeah, he said you can deliver it now. So I got everything back over to him, but it was, I was sitting there going like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. Why didn't you come downstairs? You said, you knew I was coming. You knew I was here. And he was like, eh, whatever. That that sounds like a college guy attitude. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that was frustrating. I know I, I want to tell you we are we've done so much hiring with customer support and we're trying to increase our coverage and our response times. And I know it's not happening as fast as anyone would want it, including us. But know that it's not falling to the wayside. Okay. So we hope that it will continue to improve because I know situations like that have happened. And we have talked about allowing further communication, limited communication after the order is complete. Um, I don't think it's going to be addressed this year, this year, like this last quarter of the year. Um, But we recognize there are a lot of cases where that would be really useful and simplify everybody's lives. And so I I guess I know that that's an issue and I don't know what it, we're going to end up with being the final product and even whatever we release, we'll be willing to adjust. But that's also on the table for some future date. I wanted to know, what are you excited about right now? And it does not need to be such share specific. Okay, let's see. What am I excited about right now? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, My husband is home for the weekend, and I saw in the news that there's supposed to be a lot of nice um, fall foliage in Big Bear, so we're going to try to go up there for the weekend right after our football game. That's awesome. We're actually from the East Coast, the Northeast. So I am 
mostly excited to see fall colors. It's the one thing that I miss from home. Totally get you. I'm from the East Coast also. Well, Kara, it has been so great to talk with you. Thanks for taking the time to share some of your experience with us. I'm sure the other sisters will really enjoy hearing from you. Yes, it was so great to talk to you too, Karina. I'm really excited to be an executive sister and it was really nice getting to know you a little bit better. I loved hearing Kara's tips about tracking how long things take you to do and good communication and also learning a little bit about the military. This episode had it all. Tune in next time for more info on being a great sudster.